you told some of the biggest lies that I've ever heard of in my whole life. I love him like a brother. It's a lie, Hulk Hogan, and that's enough to get me hot. But what you said to Elizabeth is enough to get me to the boiling point. Yeah! I love Elizabeth. Hulk Hogan, you say you love Elizabeth? I got news for you, man. I got news for you. Elizabeth is going to be in the corner of the Macho Man Randy Savage at WrestleMania 5. Yeah. Let me tell you something. You say you love me like a brother. Well, listen to this, Hulk Hogan. I hate you. I hate your guts. And that's what's going to be left all over the mat after WrestleMania 5. His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom, who was on hey, this crack. Sports, man. Come on, man. Hey, bro, you listening to the sports desk? New sports desk. You're listening to the sports show. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh, oh. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to a special edition of the Sports Desk, episode 167. All right, I'm your guy. One more time, one half of your sportsologist, Desiree L. Hicks Jr. We'll get Black in on the phone in a second. Uh, and like we tell you guys, man, sometimes we have to hop on the mic, man, and, and, and talk about this breaking news. So the NFL is running wild right now. Free agency hasn't even started yet. I believe it starts this coming Sunday. Uh, but we've had trades and trades and 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 and, and uh, extensions being signed and just a lot of things going on in the last 24 to 48 hours in the National Football League. So we're just going to jump right into those hot topics and then we're going to get on out of here, man. So uh, we couldn't wait until this coming. Uh, well, until next week or so to talk about this. We want to talk about this, why this was hot. So I'm going to get Black on the phone here in a minute. But hopefully you guys are doing well out there. Uh, as always, thank you guys for your support. Tuning in to the sports desk and hearing uh, me and Black go back and forth about uh, uh, some of the hottest topics in the sports world. So I'm going to go ahead and call Black and get Black on the phone so we can go ahead and dive into this, this, this craziness that's going on in the NFL right now. Yo. Black. What's up, man? What's going on with you? Not much. Can you hear me good? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, cool. Okay. All right, Black. Welcome into the special edition of the Sports Desk. Um, NFL, man, is going kind of crazy right now. So we got story after story and breaking news after breaking news, man. And we're just going to go ahead and dive right into what is happening in the NFL. Black, let's go ahead and start with today's news. We're recording this on uh, Thursday evening. It's around 6.45. Me and Black are recording. Um, and we got the news, man, that Khalil Mack, star-studded uh, defensive end, uh, excellent pass rusher, is coming from Chicago and going out to L.A. to join the Chargers, the team alongside Bosa and that dynamic defense. And that quarterback, Justin Herbert Black, we know that this move by the Chargers is a direct answer for what the Broncos did yesterday and what they have waiting on them in Kansas City. Black, speak on Khalil Mack and his presence coming from Chicago, heading to L.A. to join forces with Bosa and that studded defense already. Um, well, I, I like the move. By the charges uh, acquiring uh, Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack has been kind of quiet the past few years, but you know his presence is still, you know, is always going to be there and what he can do. You know, him going to the Chargers and be on the other side of Bosa, I think that's going to be, I think that's really going to help um, the Chargers. You know, outside of Bo Bosa, the Chargers really didn't have a good pass rush. So adding Khalil Mack, that's going to be a big move. That's a, a huge move for the Chargers, and to only give up a second round in the sixth round for Khalil Mack, that's that's really good. And I don't know. I guess the Bears just want to start over, so they just giving up all the good, giving their good players up. But a second and sixth round for Khalil Mack, 
man, hey, man, that's that's a big deal. And, and I believe that's definitely a move, like you said, you know, getting Russell Wilson in Denver, you know, the Chargers know they got to kind of upgrade their defense a little bit more, you know, so that with the addition of Khalil Mack, that's really going to help the Chargers. The Chargers could potentially have one of the best D-lines, D-lines in the league next year with the addition of uh, Khalil Mack. Yeah, I mean, I I, I kind of disagree with you about Khalil has been quiet. I mean, Khalil has been suffering through some injuries, and he's been trying to be traded from Chicago for the past probably year. Um, they would talk to him being moved during midseason. Um, but Khalil ain't played played a lot of football. He hadn't played a lot of football in the last year or so in Chicago. So with him not being on the field, you know, he's been kind of irrelevant. But I still believe he is in an elite pass rusher. I, I, I feel in the right situation that Khalil Mack is still a top five, top ten uh, defensive player in this league. And he will prove that, I feel, once again, getting up there to L.A., I mean, who don't play well in L.A.? You got beautiful weather. You got a great quarterback. You got a running mate right by you and Nick Bosa on the other side. Duran James back there in the backfield. They have a real solid uh, defensive core out there. And I think Khalil is going to fit right in uh, with those guys. So I, 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 I'm excited for the move because the AFC West is now the best division of football. I mean, you had the NFC West and the AFC West. But now the AFC West is, AFC West is just just out of control with talent and we'll get into more of the reasons why but i just think man that khalil mack move is a just a direct answer to what denver did on wednesday and then what's already in kansas city and then of course you cannot forget about the las vegas raiders so to win championships man you need defense and no matter how potent offenses are in this league you saw it in the super bowl last drive joey b got a chance to go down the field but what happened Aaron Donald on that defense said no. Yep. They said no. So throughout the excitement of watching touchdowns and long balls and all that on offense, you still got to have a great defense, especially up front. I think Khalil Mack is just going to intensify uh, that uh, Chargers front seven and going to make some things very difficult for Kansas City uh, and Denver and uh, Las Vegas. So uh, very interesting, very interesting move today. Uh, uh, to acquire interesting move by the Chargers to acquire uh Khalil Mack. All right, Black. Let's go ahead and get into the blockbuster news of the week. Man, I don't think no one saw this coming. After much deliberation with Aaron Rodgers going back and forth and back and forth, possibly entertaining Denver, possibly staying with Green Bay, Denver, Green Bay, all of that got wiped away clean. Came through our phones a, uh, a couple of days ago that <laughs> Pro Bowl, Super Bowl champion Russell Wilson is leaving Seattle and joining the Denver Broncos in the AFC West. Black, your initial thoughts when you saw that alert on your phone? Man, I was like, I was like, wow. At least, at least Denver had a backup plan and they struck quick. So, <laughs> right. with the news of Aaron Rodgers, but man, to get Russell Wilson, you know. That puts Denver right in the mix. A great move by John Elway in that front office. Uh, getting Russell Wilson there and putting them uh, with a good offensive mind like Nathaniel Hackett. You know, I think Russell Wilson was going to have a lot of success in Denver, especially with those three good receivers, uh, those two good running backs they're going to have, and good tight end. You know, he's he's definitely got more weapons to use in Denver than he had in Seattle. And but Russell Wilson is 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 still a good quarterback in this in the league, and he's only 33 years old. So Russell Wilson still has a lot of football to play, and for Denver to pull that off, man, and uh, get him there, that was a big move by them. That automatically puts them in the race to, to contend for a Super Bowl with Russell Wilson. I, I believe they already had a they already have a good defense, and all the offense was missing was a signal caller, and they got their signal caller now, and Russell Wilson. And Russell Wilson is is going to really help this team be a whole lot better than what they was in the past. Yeah, I, I, Denver absolutely. I mean, they changed the landscape of their landscape of their franchise. They haven't had a quarterback since Peyton Manning. It's been eleven years since the Denver Broncos have had a quarterback since the last time they won a Super Bowl. 
Peyton Manning was the last time. They haven't had they had a Brock Osweiler and 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 all these different type of guys to come in and out of Denver. And finally, John Nelway and the crew got it right. Making the deal for Russell Wilson, I believe it is the perfect fit. Denver is a stand-up organization. They always keep quality players and uh, quality ball clubs year in and year out, but they've been struggling the last few years. And now you bring in the ultimate professional, a top 10 quarterback in this league still, arguably top five quarterback in this league. It depends who you're talking to. A success rate at a high level with Russell Wilson, he's going to impact and change life in Denver right away. Those young receivers out there, that young running back core, solid defense uh, out there in Denver. I just think this is a match made in heaven, and this is going to set up Denver for the next 10 years to compete year in and year out in that AFC West and ultimately in the playoffs and get a chance to win a Super Bowl. In this league, in this league, all you can hope for, all you can hope for is a chance. Is a chance. And where do you get your chances at? You get it when you have a good quarterback. You yeah. get it when you have a good quarterback. Look around the league. Look at every team that was in the playoffs this year. Solid quarterback play. Solid quarterback play. And Denver just ain't had that. Drew Locke, I love Drew Locke. I love his swag, but he wasn't it. He wasn't it. I mean, Block Osweiler wasn't it. These guys ain't it. And I just think Russell Williams, Russell Wilson, excuse me, he it's just I just think it's perfect. And they will contend for the AFC West and they definitely will be a player when it's all said and done to who you know whoever's gonna win the Super Bowl uh next season. Now, Black, let's go ahead and flip over to the Seattle Seahawks, man. Where do the Seahawks go from here? Not only did Russell Wilson uh, get traded to Denver. They released Bobby Wagner, all right? So they released both of the two marquee players, leaders, so to speak. I know you got Metcalf out there, but these are the two leaders on the team. Russell Wilson was the leader on the offense. De- I mean, uh, Bobby Wagner is a de- leader on the defense. Black, where does this leave Pete Carroll and the Seahawks? Oh, uh, man, the Seahawks are starting over, D. Like, this is, this is what it is. You've literally, uh, you've traded your your quarterback and Russell Wilson, and then you traded your cornerstone player and uh, DJ Wagner. You, I mean, you released him. So this, this tells me that they're starting over. They got a a top 10 pick out of this deal with Russell Wilson. So you got to assume that they're going to go quarterback with this pick because I don't, I don't know. We don't know if Drew Locke is going to be the answer for the Seahawks. I'm pretty sure he'll get a shot, but I expect them to draft a, quarterback with that ninth pick who would it be i'm not sure but um look like pete carroll and and the seattle seahawks are starting over d they starting fresh so we'll see we, we'll see what happens man and honestly to see russell wilson leave from there is 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 it was it was wild but but wagner for me man when i seen that i was like wow you know because he was he's always been the guy the leader you know that vocal leader that Seattle had even when they were going to the Super Bowls and the Legion of Boom and I mean just everything with that defense he was the guy and you know to see him not in the Seattle jersey that's going to be really really uh, weird to see but yeah man um uh the Seattle Seahawks they just they starting over these it's, it's it's sad to say because you always like to see Seattle in the hunt we've seen them for years and years in the playoffs and in the hunt playing for competing for a championship and now you know it's it's sad to say that they're starting over again and uh with some new faces and uh i would love to see what happens with them moving forward especially with dk Metcalf being now i wonder what his situation is going to be with russell wilson and uh wagner gone so yeah man they they starting over sad to say d but that's what it's going to be with the seattle seahawks yeah i mean this is the, the circle of life in the nfl seattle had their time they had marquee players. They won a Super Bowl, countless playoff appearances, NFC West championships, two Super Bowl appearances. This is the circle of life in the NFL. And now it's Seattle's turn to go back into the abyss. They will be terrible. They will be terrible yeah. this upcoming year. Pete Care is on borrowed time. I believe in the next two years, Pete Care will be gone from Seattle. I don't oh, see Drew Locke. I don't see an incoming quarterback coming in saving the face of this team. If you look at Seattle, they were a cupboard bear. The offensive line is terrible. 
The defense is hanging on by a thread. You brought in Jamal Adams and gave up so much of your uh, uh, draft capital. And we're even with making trades before Jamal Adams got there. And now, even though you got rid of Russ, where do you go from here? Like, who do you have to lean on? They have no one to lean on. There's nothing promising in there. A wide receiver is not valuable unless they have a quarterback. So DK, DK Metcalf is now out there in the abyss. We won't hear his name like that. We won't. Oh, wow. Because you're not okay. going – he don't have – he doesn't have a quarterback. Now, I ain't dissing Drew Locke. I ain't dissing him. But Drew Locke, man, I mean, he has some good things about him, but he ain't going to be that guy in this league. If he proves me wrong, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll sit up here and take those words back. But I just don't see it. You're taking Kenny Pickett. You take the kid from Liberty. Whoever they take, they're not going to be in a position to get the best out of DK Metcalf. They're not. And if you want to keep it real – Russell Wilson put DK Metcalf on. DK Metcalf uh-huh. came into the league as a freakish athlete at the wide receiver position. No one, including you, including me, no one saw DK Metcalf sprouting into this type of receiver that he is today. Nobody saw that. Nobody saw that. So he defied the odds and kind of jumped levels, and now he's been a prominent receiver in this league. So he's going to be the one to suffer the most. Because if you don't have good quarterback play, unless you're DeAndre Hopkins, he the only one who I, he the only one I ever seen do it. Ain't yeah, matter who the quarterback right. was with D Hop, he was going to get his. But Absolutely I just don't. Right. I just don't see that. I just think DK Metcalf and the Seattle Seahawks are going to fl- fl- fly away, bro. They're not going to be relevant. I think Pete Carroll's on borrowed time. And that's just it. They're, if they strike gold with one of these quarterbacks, great. But I just don't see any type of positive narrative right now for the Seahawks. Russell Wilson had made it known last year. He made it known when his agent revealed there were four teams who he would go play for. Denver, Chicago, Dallas, and I can't remember the other team. He made it known that he was on the market. He came back to Seattle and went through hell, broke his finger, missed six games, came back, and they tried to make a run at the playoffs, but they just couldn't do it. His time was up there. He expressed that he wanted to throw the ball more. He expressed that he wanted a different type of style offense. He didn't get that in Seattle. He's going to get that in Denver. So it's fair to say right now that there's no hope for Seattle. I don't see it. I don't see it, yeah. but if they change our minds, and we'll talk about it then. But, hey, good luck to the Seahawks and Pete Carroll going forward because I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. I love Russell Wilson going to Denver, and I can't wait to see him in that Broncos uniform. I think that's better for the NFL. That's just my opinion. Yeah. That's just my well, opinion. Let me, let, me, let me ask you this. I want to get your opinion on this. With, with, with Seattle making that those moves with, with Russell and Wagner, do you believe it's a chance they cannot be done? Because you got to realize they still got a top-notch receiver in DK Metcalf, and they also have Tyler Lockett who's still a, a good good receiver. Do you think they're done making moves? or Do you think those guys could be on the move with uh, free agency approaching? I think Lockett could be on his way out, but DK ain't going nowhere. He ain't going nowhere. He's stuck. Okay. He's stuck. Because he's the only marketable piece for Seattle right now. So everything in Seattle is marketed for Russell Wilson. He's gone. So who's the next marketable piece on your team? It's DK Metcalf. He's it. Tyler Lockett, you can okay. see him on the go. You could, but DK Metcalf, he's he stuck, bro, and he's going to be stuck in a way where if he don't end up screaming and demanding a trade or something like that, they're going to franchise tag him if they can't get him to a new deal. He ain't going nowhere. He ain't Man. going nowhere. So he might as well get comfortable up there. So, yo, no. So, no, I just, I just feel like Tyler Lockett, you probably can get something for him. But you can't release DK Metcalf because he's a young player. He's only been in the league three years, and you need somebody to market your organization after now. Now that Russell Wilson's gone, you got to market after the colorful DK Metcalf. So that's what I think. <laughs> okay. All right. So, Black, the AFC West is a barbaric division. You have mm, four okay. teams who could literally win this division. You have four teams who could literally make deep playoff runs. You have four quarterbacks that are arguably all top 10 in the league right now. You have four defenses that are arguably in the top 10 in the league right now. This is a who's who division. Murderer's Road division, which is now the AFC West. Those eight to 12 games that we're going to get between these four teams this year are going to be must-see TV. Must see TV all of these games in the AFC West. Black, is this the best p- p- 
pool of talent that you've seen in one division uh, coming up on this next season? Uh, the answer to your question, D, yes. Uh, I thought last year this was the best division in football. Other than the, the wait, wait, wait. You thought it, wait, you thought it was better than the NFC West? Yes. Wow. I, th- I thought this last year with this division was really, really good. If you look at some if you go back and watch some of these games, even even with Denver, they had some in my opinion, they had some of the best football games on TV inside their division. Okay. Anytime Kansas City Kansas City was on TV it was must watch. Anytime the Chargers was playing, you had to see Justin Herbert. Okay. With the emergence of the Raiders and everything that they went through. Derek Carr was holding it down for the Raiders. And then with Denver, with that with that great defense, they sometimes they were sometimes at quarterback, but they had a great run game with those uh with Melvin Gordon and uh Javante Williams. So I feel like these and, and and when they played those eight games that we got from them inside that division, man, those were some very exciting games. And some games came down to the wire. So last year, in my opinion, they were the best division in football. It was it was really close with them in the in the NFC West, but I gave them the nod because there's so much talent at the quarterback position. Like and then with the addition of Russell Wilson now, like man, like what do you do? What do you do? Like every single game inside that division are going to be big. It's not it's not going to be games that don't matter. They're all going to matter matter inside that division, and I cannot wait to see it. Man, Russell Wilson being in that division, I think is great for football. And then it's gonna it's gonna give him a it's gonna give him a boost of energy and 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 want to show people he's basically in, in a division with some of the best quarterbacks in the league, in the league. So I know that's gonna give him a uh, a sense of urgency, give him a boost. You know, I can't wait to see Russell Wilson uh, uh, put on them straps, man, for for the Denver Broncos. It's gonna be some exciting football, and I cannot wait. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to say that the NFC West was the best division in football last year. Um, I feel what you're saying about Denver making some things, you know, uh, interesting. And then we didn't see the Raiders coming like that. But with the Rams and the Cardinals, the 49ers, they jumped out the gun. Russell Wilson was the quarterback of the Seahawks. So I just think uh, as collectively as Russell Wilson moved from one division to the next, now the division that he is in is now the best division in football. So I just think with overall in this division, you have quarterback play. The defenses, I don't think you have one defense in the AFC West that is uh, locked down, stingy. You know, I don't see that, but I do see I four very. I believe Denver is. Denver's, Denver's definitely stingy. Denver's on their way. They're on their way to being stingy, but Denver was not a defense where people said, hey, you might want to mark this defense on your calendar last season. With the with the emergence of Patrick Sertain, if you could get uh, Chubb to be healthy on that defensive line, like you got a lot of key pieces out there that these guys are coming into their own. They still got to show me that they're a lockdown threat on the defensive side week in and week out. They got the talent. They got the talent. But if you check yeah. some of them scores with the Broncos last year, boy, them boys was bombs the weight on a couple times. Yeah, they were, but and, and they were saying it today when I was watching, when I was watching uh Sports Center today, watching NFL. They were they were one of the best defenses in the league this year, one of the most stingiest, especially when it, especially when it came to to passing the football. They 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 probably gave up plays here and there, but some but that defense, like you said, they're on their way. I. I believe they can get better. They gave up a really key piece in that trade with Seattle and Shelby. But this defense, D, and putting Russell Wilson there, and that offense is going to be able to do what they need to do offensively, this defense is going to look a whole lot better than what we've seen last year because they they were on the field a lot last year because of the quarterback situation. So I think we're going to see how good they are this upcoming season because of the addition of Russell Wilson. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, that, and that's what I'm saying. Like, they're going to get a chance to really show how good they can be. I think they're already good. I mean, quite possibly between them and the Chargers, those are probably the, those are the best two defenses in that division. But I just think all in all, it's going to come down to Derek Carr, Justin Herbert, Russell Wilson, and Patrick Mahone, boy. That's what it's going to come down to. That's what it's going to come down to. And I look forward to those matchups. So, pound for pound, all around, this is a great 
Great, great, great uh, division. And I can't wait to see Russell Wilson and Patrick Mahomes twice a year. I can't wait to see Russell Wilson, Justin Herbert twice a year. Russell Wilson, Derek Carr twice a year and vice versa, vice versa. So the NFL fans and football fans are in for a true treat with this division. And, um, you know, you could just thank Russell Wilson for waving his no trade clause to go to Denver uh, for that. Okay. All right, Black. We're going to come out of the AFC West and we're going to head to Title Town, so to speak. That's what they call it. But they ain't won a title in over 20 years, probably. We're going to go to the Green Bay Packers. All right. So you got MVP, back to back MVP, Aaron Bleeping Rodgers staying put with the Green Bay Packers after months and months and a year of deliberation, whether he would stay or go or go to Denver or stay there. Reports are saying that he is staying in Green Bay, going to get a massive extension somewhere around a four-year, $200 million contract, the largest contract in NFL history. Black, where are your thoughts and your sentiments on Aaron Rodgers returning to Lambeau Field? Um, Really ain't got a lot to say about Well, I got a lot to say, but it's nothing that got me, you know, like, wow, you know, I, we kind of expected him to, if it wasn't Denver, we knew he was going back to Green Bay. You know, we knew that was the two options. And him being back in Green Bay, you know, yeah, he got this money. Yeah, he got paid. Yeah, he reset the market, D. He's 38 years old. You know, in those four years, is Aaron Rodgers going to be able to deliver them a Super Bowl? You know, we Aaron Rodgers has a Super Bowl, but he won that Super Bowl in, what, 2009, 2010? Like, mm-hmm. in those four years with that type of money, you need to be delivering something. And the last few times we see him in the playoffs, came up short. Came up short last year and the year before that. So, with that type of deal, D, I'm happy for him. He got his money, back-to-back MVPs. Aaron Rodgers still is going to be one of the uh, top quarterbacks in the league. The, uh, one of the best, if not if not number one. You know, with the, with the talent, the arm strength, everything that he can do. I need to see a championship, D. I, he has to deliver something for them, in my opinion. But I'm happy for Aaron. He deserves his money. He deserves to be one of the highest-paid quarterbacks in the league, and that's what he is. So um, just for me, he just needs to deliver on everything that he's getting from Green Bay. Green Bay said, we're going to make you the guy. We want, we want you to be here. We want you to retire here. Now it's time to deliver a championship. But happy for Aaron Rodgers on his new deal and staying in Green Bay. Can't wait to see what these guys do moving forward. Yeah, I'm sick of the Aaron Rodgers story. I ain't happy for nobody or none of that me. I don't really care. You know, it, it's it, 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 it's something where this is so drawn out and drama-filled. It's utterly ridiculous. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is a lot of things, man. I'm not going to get into how I feel about him personally. But it's just like, man, like, why is he warranted all this attention? Why is he given all this power for one Super Bowl in the last 20 years? I mean, Aaron Rodgers is arguably the greatest regular season quarterback ever. Greatest regular season quarterback ever. Time and time again, Aaron Rodgers is put in a position to put his talent on display in NFC championships, and he comes up short. He's mm-hmm. one in five in NFC championship games. Mm-mm-mm. When you get to the playoffs and you go from the number one seed best record in football last year and you welcome in Jimmy Garoppolo and the San Francisco 49ers and you don't score a touchdown, the Green Bay Packers probably should have been thinking about moving on. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers is a great talent. Greatest throw of the football my eyes probably ever seen at this, at this point. Talent, we have nothing to say about the talent. It's there. He's been one of the polarizing figures in sports. He is one of the best players in the NFL for sure. But you're going to give a 38-year-old quarterback four years, $200 million for what? Aaron Rodgers at best should have been to at least three Super Bowls and have two rings at least. At best, that's what he should have right now. But he doesn't. Time and time and time again, this guy brings drama to the table. He basically forced the Packers' hand. Because he won MVP this year and he won MVP last year. That's why he has this leverage. The Packers will ultimately think in other other ways because why? They drafted Jordan Love in the first round three years ago. Let's not forget about that. So why did they why did they draft Jordan Love in the first round? Yeah. So right. I'll tell you why. Because they were getting ready to send Aaron Rodgers on his way. 
And they didn't send him on his way because he threw a monkey in the wrench and won the MVP. So kudos to him for winning the MVP back-to-back years and getting the opportunity to make this kind of money. This is what this was all about from the beginning. Aaron Rodgers didn't want no type of control in the front office. Aaron Rodgers wanted to call his own shot. And the Green Bay Packers let him call his own shot. So kudos to Aaron Rodgers for be able, being able to hold the Packers by the nuts and getting what he wanted. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't hate on nobody for doing that. But at the same time, at the same time, to be real with you, when the Packers come on TV, I'm going to expect them to do their thing. I'm going to expect the show from Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to expect them to win. Hell, I'm going to say it right now. I won't be surprised if the Green Bay Packers are the number one seed sitting at 14-3 and three next year. Because you know what? When they get to the playoffs, I'm going to expect them to go home the same way they've been going home. Mm. When it comes down to it, I do not trust or neither will I take Aaron Rodgers in playoff football. I'm going to take the other quarterback. Every time I'm going to take the other quarterback when it gets real. So that's just where I feel about it. So he got his money cool, man. Good for him. The Packers are still in a position. They got they the Packers probably got two years left, man, at a window to win a Super Bowl. I don't see it. I don't see it. You want to know why I don't see it? Because I haven't seen it. Yeah. I haven't do seen you, it. Do you, do you believe that if he can't deliver in the first two years of that deal, do you think the Packers are kind of still stuck or we may see him kind of moving on in the first two years of that deal? Oh, he'll retire. The deal is set up for Aaron Rodgers to play for the next two years and see what they can do within this window. That's what the deal is set up for. So if they don't get it done, Aaron Rodgers can't retire and then the Packers won't take a cap hit. The deal is set up beautifully for the Packers. They can pay Aaron Rodgers a lot of money up front. They can save some of the bigger bonuses on the back half of the uh, contract. And if Aaron Rodgers decides that he wants to retire two years into this deal, then the Packers are going to be just fine. And Aaron Rodgers would have got okay. a little bit of money on his way out. That's what this is set up yeah. for. Okay. It's a team-friendly deal. It's a team-friendly deal. And both sides are going to win here. They're going to win here. So... I'm sure we're not done with the drama because, like me and you talked about earlier, Black, the man come on Twitter and say the details of my deal have not been defined. Bro, we don't care, bro. We don't care, bro. We don't care. All we wanted to know was were you returning to Green Bay, yes or no? That's all we wanted to know. So then he goes on Pat McAfee and all this. Aaron Rodgers, don't get me wrong. He got the right to speak his mind, have his opinions and all that. Every human being breathing has the right to do that. But let me tell you something. When you manipulate things, I'm not a fan of yours. I'm not a fan of people who manipulate things. There's a difference between telling the truth, but there's another thing called manipulation. I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan of it. And I believe Aaron Rodgers has manipulated the media I believe Aaron Rodgers has manipulated the Packers into getting his way. And guess what, Black? He got his way. <laughs> yeah, he he got his way. Yeah, we, and me, uh, and, and, and everybody knows Aaron Rodgers can be a diva. And I think I think last can year. Can be, he uh, is. Yeah, I, and I really think last year a lot of people realized, you know, what Aaron Rodgers is. You know, with the whole COVID thing and about he had <laughs> – that was a that was chaos. People was already saying, "Oh, he shouldn't be the MVP. He's a liar." Right. And now the off season, you know, you you held basically like you said, they held he held Green Bay hostage. Yeah. Until he was ready to make a decision, so it's just been an ugly look for Aaron Rodgers um, last year, and then especially going into this off season, holding Green Bay hostage the way that he did. But man, like you say, the Great, probably the greatest regular season quarterback we'll ever see. Yeah, man, I like Aaron Rodgers, and I hope he can deliver. But like you said, when we just don't know because we hadn't seen it, we haven't, we haven't. seen it. We haven't seen it. <laughs> we, we we seen it once in 2010, but man, like, come on, Aaron, you can't be. People can't be talking about you at work as one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, and you don't. You can't. You can't deliver in the uh, in the big moments like people are going to people are going to start talking about man all that talent just couldn't get it done just couldn't get just couldn't get it done when he needed to 
you know, you look at you look at Tom Brady, who's the goal, and you look at these other uh, these other quarterbacks. Even look at Joe Burrow, man. He got just look at him, just look at him. I know, I know that Joe Burrow is is kind of hard comparison, but look at what the kid did in such a short period of time. And his two years being in the league, he got to a Super Bowl. The, the compare. The comparisons for Aaron Rodgers are simple. This is what he should be judged by. His stature, his talent, does he have two rings or not? No, he don't. He has one. Okay, then. So when we talk about Tom, when we talk about Peyton, when we talk about Big Ben, he's not in those conversations. He's not. You're right. He's not. And, and, no, and, and, and you're right. And it's, and, and, it's, and it's bad to give him a comparison with Joe Burrow. Because when you talk about Aaron Rodgers, he's going to be put up with the quarterbacks who you just said, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, because all those quarterbacks did what they needed to do. Even look at Big Ben got two rings. It might have he might have got a Merlin in his career, but he got two. He got two and he been to three Super Bowls. Yeah. So when you talk about him in the echelon with those quarterbacks, where are we really going to put him at if he can't deliver? I tell you what we put him at. We put him as a regular <laughs> season quarterback. <laughs> he's a great talent never take that away great talent but when you want to yeah. talk history history as who were one of the best to get it done and win he cannot be in that conversation if he does not win another one or even better yet get to another Super Bowl he ain't been there he ain't been there he hasn't been to the Super Bowl now don't get me wrong winning one ring is hard enough it's hard enough. We see it year in and year out. We don't know if Joe Burrow is going to get back to a Super Bowl. We don't know that. We don't. Because it's that hard to win in the NFL. Look at Russell Wilson. He's been to two. He's been to two. He should have two rings, but he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Look at all the quarterbacks. Ben Roethlisberger has been three times. Peyton Manning been to Super Bowl four times. Like these, these guys who we're considering the greatest, they've been there multiple times. Yes, they have. Mr. Rogers has not. Mm. So that's the echelon that he's going to be compared to. If he does not get back to another Super Bowl, I am sorry. I will not have a conversation about him being the greatest. I will not. I will put Patrick Mahomes above him. I will put all of these quarterbacks who've gotten their guys to multiple Super Bowl appearances over Aaron Rodgers. And then when we talk about the 17-game regular season where he got his MVPs and he's won 14 games 10, 10 times out of his last 16 years, hey, we could talk about that then. But guess what? At my barbershop, we don't talk about that. <laughs> we don't talk about that. We don't. So we'll see what happens. It's going to be a fascinating yeah, yeah. story, and we'll see what happens. We'll see. All right, Black, one last talk of man topic before we wrap up. Again, this is a special edition of the Sports Desk. We're talking about all the hot topics that have been taking place this week in the National Football League. And before we get out of here, Black, Carson Wentz, the merry-go-round continues, my boy. Carson Wentz was drafted by the Eagles, number two overall, just a mere six, I think it was six years ago. He was drafted, came in red hot um, at one point. Eagles were doing well, and he could have potentially been the MVP of this league in his second season. He wrecked his knee and got hurt, and Mr. Wentz has not been the same since. Carson was traded from uh, Philly to the Colts last year. Excuse me, last year. And then just yesterday afternoon, we learned that Carson Wentz is headed back to the NFC East, but this time he will be the Washington Commanders. First time I've said that. Washington Commanders quarterback black what are your thoughts on Carson Wentz and what are your thoughts on Washington trading for him man <laughs> I it's so funny with Washington because when um when Shannon when Shannon Shaw uh, let the news go about Washington and they had what three first rounds on the table for Russell Wilson and they took the deal off the, they took the, the the three first round picks off the table, and now they have to settle for Carson Wentz. And you hate to say they have to settle for Carson Wentz, but that's what it is. And you then, told the if, truth. If if rumors are true that how Carson Wentz Carson Wentz wasn't a leader in the locker room in Indianapolis, mm. and then he was out there on the football <clears throat> field being being careless, 
not running plays that was was supposed to be called. Like that's horrible. You can't do that, man. No, you can't. That's gonna gonna get you out the building real quick. And it did. And you know to see some of the success that that the Colts had because the the Colts started off really bad this season and was and was able to right the ship going through the season, but at towards the end of the season. They just couldn't get it done, man. They came to Jacksonville and got spanked, man. Mm. They came to Jacksonville and got spanked mm. by a team who's been struggling all year with the number one pick in the draft, and they got whooped and got put out the playoffs. Now, nah, come on now. Mm. Mm. This has to stop now. Now, I really believe, and I and I have to agree with uh, Dan Orlowski. I have to. I have to say, this is the, this is his last shot, D. This mm. is it. If he can't get this done and right the ship for his for him being a starting quarterback in this league, we will see Carson Wentz the backup in the NFL. Carson Wentz the backup. Now he's going he's going to Washington. Well, Washington has some really good talent on the offensive side of the ball. McLaren, Antonio Gibson in the backfield, a few younger pieces on the outside with McLaren. Good tight end play, good defense. Let's see what he does with it. And he's going back to a division that he knows. <laughs> teams that 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 he played against for three years while he was while he was in Philadelphia. So let's see how this works out for him. But to be traded after one year from Indianapolis, man, and and they saying they rather have Jim, they rather be in the hunt for Jimmy Garoppolo over you. Mm. Come on, man. Come on. Mm. Look. When I saw this come across my phone, I laughed. <laughs> I laughed hysterically. Because you know what? You know why I laugh, Black? You know why I laugh? Why? why? Because the Dallas Cowboys just won the NFC East. Dang. <laughs> Let me tell you something, bro. The New York Giants, they're dead. They don't have a pulse. The Washington football team was the one team that I said, if they get a quarterback, if they get a quarterback, this thing going to get real interesting in the NFC East. And I was hearing rumblings that Russell Wilson could be headed to Washington on Monday evening. I started seeing the tweets from the beat writers out in Washington. And I said, oh, my God, if they get Russell Wilson, I'm just packing up. I'm packing up. And then I see Russell go to Denver and I say, well, well, well what Washington going to do? Because they can't keep going with Caleb Haney now. And then it can't cross my phone that they got Carson freaking Wentz. I said, yes, sir. (laughs) Now, Carson Wentz is well respected around the league as a person. They say Mr. Wentz is a really good, wholesome guy. But as far as a leader, he is trash. As far as being able to command a locker room, he is garbage. That's what the word is. Now, uh, the DeForest, what's, his, what's the uh, linebacker from the uh, the Colts? The, the best one. Buckner. Buckner. Now, Buckner came out and said that Wentz is his guy. He, he'll go. What in the world? Okay, I got some phones ringing on my computer. All right, so. DeForest, but he came out and said that Wentz is his guy, blah, 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 blah. But he's been the only person I ever heard. Shannon Sharp got on Undisputed and said, this man cannot, cannot, cannot control a locker room to go under his leadership. So what did Daniel Snyder and the Washington Commanders think that he was going to do out there for them? <laughs> now they got talent in Washington. And Washington's going to be a player. Now look. The only way this works, the only way this works is if Carson Wentz revitalizes his uh, approach to the game and the approach to his teammates. Because you want to know who in that locker room, who's the real leader of that uh, the real leader of that uh, team? Mr. Chase. He's the leader. So you're not going to come in there. I'm sure Mr. Chase is not going to have Mr. Wentz coming in there wrecking shop or tearing things down that he's helped try to build in that locker room. So it's going to be a real interesting dynamic. But I'm going to tell you, Black, the Washington football team, they ain't going nowhere with this. Mm. The Indianapolis Colts, at the end of the year, had two games left. They needed to win one game to get to the playoffs, Black. They came down to Jacksonville and got their brains beat in. (laughs) Oh, 
okay. They get one more chance to face the – I forget who they face the next week. One more chance. All they had to do was win that game, and they end. They lose again. Frank Wright, his former offensive coordinator in Philadelphia, who took a chance to bring him in, released him. Now, what does that tell you? If Frank Wright, the man who spent night and day with you, your years in Philadelphia brought you in, but he also released you and apologized to ownership. What does that tell you about Carson Wentz? That's crazy. You know what, man? I'm not I'm not about talking down on nobody, man. I'm not about none of that, bro. But if the if there's smoke, then there's gotta be fire, man. Mm-hmm. It's gotta be fire. So this is another intriguing story in the National Football League. Carson Wentz being the quarterback of the Washington Commanders, and we'll see what they can do because, look, the Commanders got talent. They do. They can compete and win the NFC East this year. But I just don't see it, bro. Congratulations to my Dallas Cowboys for winning the NFC East. Mm. Now, Black, before we get out of here, man, we talked a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot about the hot topics that have taken place this week. And Black, we have not even made it to free agency yet. Free agency starts this Sunday on the 16th, I believe. Yeah, I think, on the 16th. Yeah. That's mon- Monday, Excuse me, right? Monday. Mondays. Monday. That's when free agency starts. Black, has the NFL turned into a year-round sport? Uh, for you, I mean, I remember at one point in time, man, when sports would end, we wouldn't really hear from the NFL to like the draft time, you know, really. But now it's around the clock, just like the NBA. The NBA done turned into a year round sport. Yeah. And now the NFL seems like they're taking what in the world? Now the NFL is is taking on that approach. Um, man, what is going on with this thing? Oh, excuse me, y'all. I don't know what's going on. Kyrie. Sorry, I had to call my son. Name. What in the world? All right, here we go. All right, my bad, y'all. I had some technical difficulties. My son around here doing something with my computer. <laughs> so, yeah, so what are, what are your thoughts, man? What are you? Oh, my goodness. Can you hear me, Black? Yeah, I hear you. All right, man, up. I apologize, y'all. I'm about, to, I'm about to go crazy in a minute, but... uh. NFL, year-round sport, yes or no? Do you feel the NFL is a year-round sport? Uh, I definitely do. Now, now I think it is. Like these, these past few years, and I think, and I think the NFL realized how, how what the NBA was doing and how big it was for the NBA, and to see how, like, in the NFL, didn't it seem like big moves like this happened often? You just got big moves after big moves making uh, happening. Before the trade, but even before free agency, like it's it's crazy to see what's going on. And now with all these moves being made, it gets you hyped for free agency to see what pieces goes to do. I know I might. I still want to see what Jacksonville is going to do with, all, with, with a lot of the good players getting tagged already. So what's what's Jacksonville next move with some of the guys that they were going to go out there already been tagged? So I'm very interested in 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 free agency. Free agency definitely has has NFL has definitely come become a year round sport because man the off seasons for NFL off seasons for basketball they're a big deal we tune in and don't want to miss a thing when it comes to free agency in both sports so yeah D I gotta say most definitely it's become a year round sport yeah I believe it's too man I believe NFL is now a year round sport for sure I mean just now we're doing a special edition man on moves that are happened before free agency like we didn't get stories like this man before free agency we didn't we didn't and now just in the past two days man you've had key key moves for NFL teams man to uh help them in uh and next season uh with, with with their you know with them going into next season so it's just it's just one of those things where you know sports just because the season is over, that doesn't mean that the sport is done until the next time the season starts up again. And I like it, man. I like it. I, I mean, mean, I think the only sport now that's not year-round is probably college football. I mean, yeah. once you once you get done with recruiting in, in February, I mean, you really don't hear anything until, you know, you start getting towards spring and spring games and stuff like that. And even then, like, 
you got to be kind of having your ear down to the pavement, man, to know when these games are taking place. But as far as professional, like yeah, go ahead. It like <laughs> yeah, it's not like NFL and basketball when 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 their season is over. Yeah, it's year round, bro. This thing is year like, round. I'm loving it. Yeah, it's like you get new right away as soon as the season over, and especially with NFL because right after the season over, you go straight into what Black Monday. Boom! Yeah. All the coaches, all the coaches, been fired. Coach here, who's going to be the coach dad? And that just goes into the start of spring with these trades. See, like I've seen more trades in this period of time than I've ever seen. D big trades. Yeah, you, well, you got to go back to last. You got to go back to last year too, man, with the Matthew Stafford trade. Like, yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, like, and this year it didn't top last year. So with yeah. these massive trades we had in our haven't already, and who's to say? D, I don't believe it's done. I don't believe it's over with. No, I'm I getting I'm getting alerts to my phone right now that the Patriots are entertaining training wide receiving the kill Herring, um, for for teams who are listening in return for uh, a second or third round pick. So I mean, the NFL is moving, man. As we've been doing this show, I've been getting nothing but you know NFL this and NFL that, and 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 free agency don't start for another couple of days. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, so it's it's cool, man. It's cool and really enjoy. So again, I apologize. My son got the the iPad out there just trying to do his thing. So I had to turn to a daddy real quick, live on L. Uh, but it's <laughs> it's it's all good. So me and Black want to get in here, man, and, and and chop it up real quick and talk about the hottest stories that's going on in sports right now. We didn't want to wait until uh next week to roll it out, man. So um yeah, so this has been a special edition of the sports desk. Black, anything before we get out? Uh no man, just excited, happy about everything we doing, man, and excited about NFL free agency coming up. But I'm I'm pretty sure we're gonna be doing another episode again, special edition, man, with all this news dropping. Cause who's to say what's gonna happen in the next couple of days right before free agency? But uh, I'm excited, man. Just love, appreciate all the love and support we get from everyone. Y'all keep rocking with us. Absolutely. All right, black man, I'm gonna close it down, man. I'm gonna get at you. All right now. Yes, sir. All right, man. So this is going to wrap up the episode, man. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, we just want to get on get on and talk real quick. Like I said before, a lot of hot news going on in the NFL. So me and, me and Black will be back in a few days for uh, another episode. And, uh, you know, until then, you guys be cool. Be safe. Take care of yourselves. As always, appreciate all the love and the support. Share the, share the episodes. Let people know, man, there's a new sports show in town. We're not really new, but it might be new to them if they hear it, man. But let them know, man. Tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend. You know, shoot to see your pop, shoot to see your uncle, shoot to see your brother, your best friend, whoever, man. Uh, just let them know, man. It's some, it's some, uh, some, 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 uh, some real opinionated fellas out here giving it to you raw uh, on this uh, podcast called the Sports Desk. All right, man. So until next time, you guys take care of yourselves. Be cool, be safe, and I'll see you guys on the next. Well, and I see you guys. We'll talk to you guys on the next episode. Listening to the sports desk. You're listening to the sports show. New sports desk.